Hey folks, this is LB from Golf DMV. As many of you know, I've had neck and lower back issues for a while, but I found a chiropractor who's been able to keep me in the game. Her name is Dr. Smith at Cache Sport and Spine. She's conveniently located in Silver Spring, Maryland, just outside the Beltway. Dr. Smith has made a huge difference in my flexibility and pain management. If you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor and contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693 or online at CacheSportSpine.com the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. Welcome back, everybody, to Golf DMV, the socially distant quarantine version of Golf DMV. We got Vern in his personal home studio, LB in his personal home studio. Vern, what's going on? What's happening, brother? LB, what up? Glad to be here, my friend. So we're coming to you guys again on Zoom. And uh, so with that being said, if you hear some running down the stairs, it might be Manny flipping or doing something. Uh, we've got home situations happening and all that <laughs> jazz. But we also have golf to talk about. Somebody on Golf DMV was able to get out to a golf course and a driving range and play golf. And okay. he wasn't at the range or playing golf by himself. He had a playing partner with him. We'll get into that a little bit. Also, um, I've got some golf channel uh, uh, respect. I mean, I always like the golf channel, love the golf channel. But I got some, you know, just more respect for their programming and stuff. Uh, and I'll talk a little bit um, about that uh, in a second. And uh, Vern's got a Kevin Na update. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I've got I've got an LB has a huge heart, and he's more forgiving than cavity back clubs. And I'll tell you about that story <laughs> a little bit later coming up too. I think he knows what I'm talking about. But just I to do that. Corona check in, uh, <laughs> Vern. How are you dealing with all the stuff and the family? Everybody's okay. Everybody's good. Yeah, man. Everybody's good. Again, like like I said a couple of weeks ago, nothing to complain about. But unlike a couple of weeks ago, you know, it's starting, <laughs> it's starting to wear on you now a little bit. It's like it'd be nice to. Be nice to just get back to normal, but um, but I understand right. we can't we can't rush out there because if you do that, it's gonna make it a lot worse. So, right. um, you no, know, yeah, yeah, everybody's safe. We just work from home and just trying to keep the kids entertained, man. You know what it is. Are you guys doing a lot of cooking at home and or oh, like ordering? Oh, out? oh, bro, yes, yeah, I, I am. I so I make all the okay. grocery runs. <laughs> nice. So I'm like coming up with all sorts of stuff to cook. My cooking. I mean, I was already a pretty decent cook, but um, sure, it's getting better now. I'm like getting new sauces, new sauce recipes. But <laughs> but the the dark horse is, is cocktails. So my sister got me into making cocktails a little bit last year. Uh, now uh, I've gone full on. I'm making like ginger syrups. I'm doing like uh, uh, you know, making sidecars and fresh whiskey sours with different ingredients. I, I'm all into. It. That's what I got right now. I got me a little whiskey sour right here. I had to nice, yeah, nice. I had to wind down after dealing with the other uh-huh. But um, no man. All, all, all in all, is good, man. We just trying to trying nice. to keep. It's mostly about just keeping the kids busy and shit like that. And I'll stay yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you good. You good. LB, how about yourself, man? Uh, so far, for the most part, it's okay. My wife told me today that I have a Corona attitude because okay. I've been a little <laughs> little grumpy lately. So she, <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> I guess more, more than, than usual. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, more than more than normal. My normal grumpiness has, has been elevated. Um. So yes, I she's been pretty much staying out of my way. It used to be like the last couple of weeks she would come to my office all all day. Now she might come to my office once a day, and if she does, she knocks and waits for me to say come in, uh, or she'll or she'll text me from upstairs and let me know what was going on. Um, so yeah, so it's been okay. We've we've been trying to eat out, um, mm-hmm. especially on Friday and Saturday. We still try and do quote unquote date night. Right. Um, but I will. So the the nicest, I guess I could say that the nicest is that the right word. But so we have a roof, Chris, out here out in Rio, 
And I'm not a big, neither one of us are big meat eaters, but, you know, beef eaters, I should say. But, you know, every once in a while we will. And since all the other restaurants are closed, we've been trying to go there on the weekends. We've been there twice, and twice they messed up our order. So, uh oh. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they messed up with the wrong dude. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was your, is that the spot you used to go to with the bartender you knew? I thought they were solid. Yeah. Right? Well, that was the one in Bethesda we used to go to all the time. Oh, okay. Okay. So, the one out here in Rio is obviously much, much closer. So, we, we've just been running past there. And they take they take the order fine, you know. They do a good mm-hmm. job taking the order. <laughs> they, they know how to they know how to write down what you said. It's, it's, the, it's the execution. It's the execution. Yeah, is the, the execution is falling down. <laughs> okay. So uh, the first time they messed up, like last weekend, you know, I, I checked it before we left, and uh, I took it I took it back, took the whole thing back. The guy was like, "Well, you could keep." I was like, "No, I don't want the French fries now." I want a new set of French fries. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, it's like this is McDonald's. You know what I mean? Come on, y'all. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's funny. Uh, yeah. You know, speaking of uh, incorrect orders and, you know, what you do, this question, guys. So suppose all three of us go somewhere uh, and we get burgers or whatever and, mm-hmm. and to bring it back, hand out the burgers and you and you open up a burger and it has bacon on it, but you didn't order bacon. What's your next logical question to the group? Like, isn't it? Hey, did you get bacon on yours? I think I got you yeah. a sandwich, right? Right. Yep. Before, yeah. Before you, before you touch it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you, you look at the wrapper and maybe you're like, oh wait, mm-hmm. I didn't touch it. I just looked through the wrapper's got bacon on it. It's someone else's. You know, you ask that question. Right. So right. this one guy that I work with at some at, at a station, I, I stepped out to this cafe uh, in the same building to get breakfast sandwiches. He doesn't eat meat, but he eats one of that egg and cheese sandwich mm-hmm. on a muffin right. i got the exact same thing but i had bacon on mine okay. so i get the bag he reaches in the bag and he pulls out the sandwich and he pulls out mine i didn't see him do this um uh he, but but this is what happened he pulls out mine and apparently he, he looks at it sees the bacon he takes the bacon off and puts it in the trash and then eats the sandwich <laughs> so I, I see him eating i see him eating <laughs> an egg and cheese muffin and so i uh, think okay he's got his I right. go in mine and I open it and I say, "Oh, they must have got the order wrong. I, I wanted some bacon, but it's all good." He was like, "Oh no!" He said, "He said, he said, he said oh well, they put bacon on mine. I just threw it in the trash." I was like, "Really, bro? They put <laughs> bacon on that, mine? Yeah. <laughs> there were two like, sandwiches dog. in the bag." <laughs> I was like, "Dog, like, like, yeah, <laughs> like, right? Why wouldn't you take the bacon off yours? Just put it on mine?" <laughs> I, no, I want to. I want to look up. Yeah. On the cashier's face, when you when you when you bring it back and say, "Hey, you got this order wrong. My sandwich has bacon on it, but his doesn't." And they just they, and, then they, and, they, and then they just reach in the bag and go, "Okay, hold on, let me switch it." And then they just flip them. Right. Here you go. I, was, I was like, "You idiot! Why would you take the bacon off the sandwich?" And like, why would you say, "Hey, is this one yours?" Like you, like it's and usually because we work in the early in the morning, we'll we'll rotate kind of runs, and so right. he knows. Like we don't even ask each other. We say, "Do you want your sandwich today?" And right. I'll be like, yeah, or he'll say, yeah. And then so we just go get it and bring it back. So we already know what the other one gets. So this isn't even like, like a new thing. We... No, this is not new at all. Oh, wow. I'm like, dude. It's the, like, it's the is... Corona. It's the Corona. Got yeah, him all corona brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is a golf show. Let's talk a little bit of, uh, of, of golf. LB uh, uh, went to the range. What range did you go to, you and the missus? Uh, so this was on the fourth, the fourth, whenever that was. So that was like, what, last week, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the days, are, the days are all running together. Yeah, they don't matter um, anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We went to uh, Raspberry Falls out in uh, Leesburg. And uh, we just went to the range. Uh, I called ahead of was time it, to the, make sure everything was, you know, open and everything. And was the course like, yeah. open? Yeah, yeah, the course was open. Um, they come on out. So 
Um, we and I, I will give this, and, and we will play the rest, and I'll get to that one too. But I will give them credit for they're doing with the social distancing and the sanitizing and everything. All the courses, well, I've only played the two, been the two, but the two that I've been to, they are really taking it seriously, and they are, in my opinion, doing a really good job. So mm-hmm. at, Raspberry, at Raspberry Falls, when you walk walk in the clubhouse, the door is open, so you don't have to open the door. Uh, they have right. tables wh- where you would normally go to the counter to pay. They, you don't do that anymore. They have count, uh, tabletops out in the lobby, uh, I guess it would be considered like the lobby of the clubhouse. Right. Okay. Probably eight to ten feet away from the counter where the where the uh, guy is at, and you do your you know you everything is credit card or debit or whatever you do that right at the, at that table so you never get in you never never get close to anybody. Um, in between after you leave, the guy comes from behind the counter with a spray bottle and a cloth, wipes on the <laughs> table and the reader again for the next for the next uh, customer. Right. Nice. Um, and even when he got me the range balls, he he came around from behind the counter, set the range balls on a table toward the door. So after I paid for the range balls, I went over to the table and got the range balls from the from the table. So you got a whole system. Yeah, yeah. And they really they I mean they, again they really got it down good. Um, There's no reason for golf courses to be closed right now, to be honest. No, there really, there really isn't. And after I've, after experiencing a couple of courses, how they're doing it. The Merlin courses should be open. They re- they really should be because there's no. I mean, if it, it just takes a just a little bit of thought and how you and how you operate, and everybody's fine. Um, I saw very few people and at the golf course at the range. Uh, both yeah, both both at uh, both courses, nobody had on masks. I will say that right. um, the employees uh, did have on masks. Like at the starter, they had on masks. Uh, but the but the people who were playing golf did not have one match. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> so uh, Raspberry Falls they they had just opened the grass tees. Um, so that was I look, obviously I love the grass tees. So that was fine. Uh, the the spacing was good between the between the each uh, each person in the in the in the Bay Area I guess you want to call it. Uh, they have a really nice uh, short game area too, which I did not know going in. Uh, but I spent. I spent probably another 30 minutes over just in the short game area. My wife, of course, got tired. She was in the car. So I'm like, okay, perfect. <laughs> so at that point, I lit up a second. Yeah, I lit up a second cigar and went to the, <laughs> and went to the short game area. Um, it, it hit over there for a while. So, yeah. Um, and, by the, and by the way, uh, kudos to you, because here's the thing. With routines being out and, you know, a family spending a little more time than normal, if you are going to come do something that I do, you've got to understand you got to do it the way I do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. you may be ready to go, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean we're leaving. Like, you got to understand. <laughs> right. Like, I'm usually here for this amount of time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and there's she, no beef. Feel yeah. free to sit in the and Yeah, it seems like she's fine with that. Oh, absolutely. And she she's a big reader anyway. She very seldom goes anywhere without her Kindle. So, so she's probably just more interested in getting out the house and just. Oh, absolutely, dude! Right. As soon as I mentioned, I, I I think I said, "Do you want?" And before I could finish the <laughs> sentence, she was like, "Yeah, I'm going." <laughs> she had she had no idea where I was going, but she was getting out of this house. That's for yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> so I don't blame so, yeah, you. So yeah, so you know where I mean, it's a good little drive. I mean, for my house, it's probably I didn't I didn't check them out, but it's got to be at least. At least thirty-five miles, I think, from my house to uh, Raspberry Falls, right. and that's going up past uh, through Dickerson around 
uh, you know, just south of Frederick to come around to, uh, oh, through Leesburg right. back down to Raspberry Falls. Right. So, uh, and we took the long way going and the, lo- and the shorter way, I guess, coming back because we got time. You know what I mean? We was mm-hmm. all over the place that yeah, day. Yeah, we're all yeah. yeah, killing time. So that was that day. And then this past Sunday on the 12th, I guess it was the Easter Sunday, I got I did get a nine at uh, Reston National. Um, right. So so let, let's let's set this up. Let's set this up. Okay. We with two things. So heading into the, to that, LB sends a text to, to Vernon and myself playing, you know, <laughs> playing golf Sunday. Now again, Easter Sunday, playing golf Sunday, nine holes. I think you said five o'clock or something right. like that. Yeah, five p.m. Um, yep. uh, yeah, five p.m. You know, y'all in. <laughs> and then I'm just looking at the text like, this is a typical kind of LB text. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like if it, it could be Easter weekend, it could be Mother's Day weekend. He's going to say, like, hey, y'all trying to play golf this weekend. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, we kind of have other things going. I mean, you know, we were in the house, but we had a whole Zoom family thing set up with Easter dinner. It was like, so Vern's expect like, nah, I'm, I think he just said, uh, nah, I'm good, or I'm out, or, or something. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I, I nah, I got something going on that, you know, could be great. Could be great. And so, now, so that's mm-hmm. now. I was gonna say now. Normally, under normal conditions, if somebody was gonna respond, yeah, I can do it. It would be me. I'd be like, right. Right. He'll, he'll send it in, and I'd be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And then I'd be like, all right, when is right. Easter dinner? Five o'clock. Right. All right, this, if we can do it at seven in the morning, I will work it out. <laughs> right, right. And, and so, uh, and so, uh, so yeah. So we're out, and so LB and the misses are going are going to go play, and then so LB sends me a text and saying, uh, it's on uh, on the that Friday, and says, hey, can I come down and use your pull? Can I grab your pull cart from the house? We're going to be going out grabbing something to eat. We can come down, pick it up. Because you know, Mr. You know, Mr. Steve was going to use it, and so I'm like, "Oh yeah, cool." But see, in my mind, I'm thinking he's playing Sunday, you know, and I'm working some all around the clock, and so I'm, I'm kind of tired. I'm really paying attention, and for some reason, in the text, I thought he was saying he was coming Saturday, and so oh. I, so I, I'm <laughs> tired. I go to sleep. Sierra goes to sleep. Uh, Manny's in the house. Uh, I think he's either watching TV or maybe he it's to say how tired we were. I don't know what he was doing. I just know I was sleeping. She was asleep. And then I wake up and it's close to 7.30, 8 o'clock. And I look at the phone and I see a text from LB. It says, hey, I'm here. And this is at like 5.30. <laughs> and then I think I have two missed calls from him. And so I'm like, oh, gosh. And so, uh, I, I, so I get on the phone. I call him back. Like, yo, dude, I, 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 I was asleep. I I, he's like, oh, it's all good. Don't worry. I said, listen, I can come back. I can drop to the house tonight. I can come up tomorrow. He's like, no, no, no. We'll be out tomorrow. We'll come down and get it. And so I'm like, huh. Interesting. I didn't know. I mean, such a forgiving heart. I was like, oh, it's like you're more forgiving than they feel like back iron. And, um, and, then, and then so the next morning, uh, Saturday, he said he's going to come in and get it. I even text like, hey, man, where are you guys going to dinner? Let me pay for it for, for, for you know, for uh, messing up. He said, oh, that's not necessary, man. I'm doing some yard work. I'll come down and grab it. I'm like, okay, my man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hey, we, were just, we were just glad to have it. And there was another excuse to leave the house. So we were all right, good. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so go ahead, rest the national. How'd that go? Yeah, so rest the national is out. Uh, if you go out the uh, Dulles Toll Road to uh, uh, whatever the exit is. I don't know. Not, probably not rest, as far probably as rest in one. Uh, <laughs> when, what's no? It's uh, what's that Sandy Lake something lake? Uh, I, I know, what you, I know what you mean. yeah, whatever that road is, it's off that road. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, decent drive. Um, we're going, we took the long way again because I didn't want to pay for the toll because they pissed me off. But it's 325 for the toll, you know that? Yes, yes, right. The Dallas, yeah, yeah, the Dallas toll road is ridiculous, yeah, it's a rip off. So, uh, we we took the long way, which is going down through uh, Great Falls. 
through the mansions and all that stuff. So my wife yeah. was happy. So she was just, you know, she was like watching tennis tournament, left to right, watching, looking at all these big houses. Mansions really nice houses. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, so we get out there, uh, same thing. Uh, they have the, uh, the clubhouses, you know, roped off and all these different things. So you have to, it's like cattle car through there. You can't, you know, don't touch this thing. And six feet between this, they got every, the floors marked and all that stuff. Right. Uh, you pay, you pay online. So basically when you get to the, get to the desk, uh, you know, he just tell me your name and he go to the sunset. Yep. You're checked in. Keep moving. <laughs> um, <laughs> get away, get away yeah. from me. <laughs> right, pretty much. Back so, up. Good. <laughs> so they, they have a range, but they have a uh, mats at their range and they have a credit card. Uh, the balls are, you know, from a uh, machine with a credit card. Right. So, so there's no cash exchanges. You go up to the machine, um, you know, pick it and get your range balls. Uh, they have taken out a lot of the mats to give them the, the six foot spacing between the two bays. Um, so there was a few people waiting here and there. Not a lot of people, maybe three or four people waiting for the for open to get for opening. Uh, but when Brendan and I got there, it was it was we found one that was open. So uh, we start, you know, I hit. She did not hit not one practice <laughs> swing. Really, not one. And it just yeah, just it gets. She's it gets using weird. the Claude Jennings school of uh, golf preparation. <laughs> well, yeah, well, she, yeah, that too. And the fact that she, she felt she like she was cold, so she, you know, she's all bundled up. And when we, when we left the house, I'm like, you know, it's 70 degrees outside. Yeah, I was gonna say like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, Sunday she, was nice. <laughs> right? She's like, oh, I'm kind of cold. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I, <laughs> I, I will, I warm up pretty well, um, and then uh, go over to the short game area and putt a little bit and all that stuff. So we get back up to the start. Our tee time was at five. I get up to go up there about four. So they they were spacing their tee times out thirty minutes. Oh, wow. nice. So saw, right. So I saw the guys tee off and leave the hole. And I'm like, okay, well, we can go now, right? <laughs> and he right. was like, nope. Right. Hey, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was like, nope. Uh, we'll, you know, give me 10 more minutes or whatever. So basically at 5 o'clock, he finally let us go. Yeah. So we played with two guys and, I'm, and I, I gave them cards. I did break the six foot rule once and handed them both uh, <laughs> our, our cards. Right. And I, war I warned them ahead of time say, hey, I'm coming into your space. I just want to hand you this card, and I'm going to get back out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come in. I'm going to bounce out. I'm coming back out. And I'm not going to talk while I'm in your space. So, um, but they were really nice guys, and I forget their names. Um, I, I'm, I'm trouble with names. If, they, if your name not Bob or John, I, 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 can't, I can't keep it. Uh, <laughs> so, but they were really nice guys. So I had told myself that I was going to hit from the silver. Which is uh fifty, which is like a fifty-eight under something like that. All right. On what's, the, what's the next one up? The next one up is sixty-four. Oof. Oh wow! Right. Yeah. Right. So, so and Brenda was going to hit from the red, and then she saw they had the blue, which is like for you know how they they do for the kids they put a, a tee way in the middle of the fairway. Right. Oh yeah. Uh huh. So she decided she was going to hit from the blue. So I'm like, okay, nice. that's fine. That's that's whatever. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. right. So when those guys go to the was there was the black, was the sixty four, and I was in my mind, I'm like, I'm I'm still gonna hit from the silver, which is the next one, next key box up, right. which a lot of times is paired with the red. You know how they alternate them sometimes. Mm -hmm. it, they'll put it with the red. It's either, it's either by itself or with the red. Yeah, the senior tees um, and, and the ladies tees. Yeah. Right. So these two young boys and hitting from the black, I I felt some kind of way. Oh no. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I went hit from the black too. <laughs> uh oh. 
So in the first hole, the one the one guy, and he he reminds you of a Tony Finau slash Brooks Kepka kind of guy. Right. Uh, okay. He was kind of kind of tall, you know, built, mm-hmm. you know, you know, very fit guy. Blockhead. Um, uh, I, I would call him Blocky because he probably he might be listening. <laughs> yeah, so, so Claude did that. <laughs> yeah, it was Claude, it was Claude. But yeah, but he he was Nike Nike hat Nike shirt Nike pants Nike shoes. You know, he had, nice. he had the whole Brooks kept kept a look. Um, he outdrove me on the first hole by at least fifty yards. Uh, Good night. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only difference was the other, they both out, both of them out drove me, except mine was in the middle of the fairway. They were both in the rough. That was the only <laughs> the only saving right. grace. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, so all in all, the, the course is a really nice shape. Um, really left, uh, you know, obviously this time of year. The greens are really big. Um, mo- well, most of them are pretty big. Um, I ended up shooting forty five in the back as, as normal. Right, we we stay. Um, uh, I think I had one, and I had one double bogey. So, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, one double man, bogey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the guys, it was, they were really good. Especially the the one, the the guy, the Tony Finau looking guy. He was <laughs> really good. I mean, most holes, he was driver wedge, driver wedge into wow. a green. And and it, his biggest problem was on his wedge shot because he would be like, I don't know, say 130 yards out or something. Right. He hit it 140 yards. You know, he was hitting. Oh over, wow. He was over hit. He over hit the green probably at least four times in the round. Mm. Um, just hit him. Just hitting them too long. Um, oh, just another note to rest. And so our uh, listener and friend Jerry Boston uh, responded to our uh, to a post I had on Instagram, and he said he grew up right behind hole number thirteen. And he also he also heard that they might be closing Western National for what more houses. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. So oh, back to the misses. So the first hole she teed off. Uh, it went about I don't know twelve yards to the right. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and she picked up her ball, and I was like, <laughs> so I said, you gonna hit again? She's like, no, I'm good. I was like, okay. So we get we, my kind of my kind of golfer. Right, so we right. Get to the, we, right. She did it. So we get to the next hole. She tees up again. It probably goes down on the twenty yards to the left. I say, "You're gonna hit again." She's like, "No, I'm good." Picks up a ball. <laughs> <laughs> so she did this four times. The first four uh-huh. holes, she did that, and she did not hit again the entire round. The rest of the time, <laughs> the rest of the five holes, she basically just pushed your card around with her clubs on it. <laughs> <laughs> just to get outside. <laughs> At least brought, my cart got to move a little bit. She brought 18 balls. <laughs> <laughs> right. One. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, at least you only used the same ball the entire round. Well, there you go. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, so funny. Didn't, didn't lose any balls, yeah. Didn't lose any balls. It's just, it was just a success. You talk about um, the course being in great shape. I will say this. There shouldn't be one course in the DMV that comes back in bad shape once we right. get out there. Oh, absolutely. If there's any absolutely. course that is, like, in bad shape, you will immediately get fried on the mm-hmm. Golden DMV podcast. Maybe there's no have. excuse for it. Yeah, like, there's what are you doing? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, because here's the thing. As a golf course, you know, um, uh, you can still, and I, I get the whole economics and, and stuff, it's, but you can still have your groundskeeper working on stuff. I mean, you can yeah. still have someone making oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. course. They have to be I think that's there. an expense you have to eat. You know what I mean? You just have mm-hmm. to. Because by the way, you know, any courses that are making money, I'm sure your budgets were already set for the beginning of the year and things like that. And so you probably already have money, and you should, I guess, have money in reserve for that anyway, just in case right. things get slow. 
but yeah, you definitely should be coming back in in, in uh, great shape. Mm-hmm. One thing that I had saw. Um, because like once a, this whole thing happened, you know, again, life gets different. I hadn't been watching the golf channel as much and I'm thinking that they do, and they are doing a lot of, you know, reruns and things like that. And so I just kind of tuned out. But then this past weekend, uh, I had a little bit of time. So I cut on the golf channel and they were showing some old, uh, masters and some old, you know, majors and stuff. And I got caught in the areas of the seventies. Right. Okay. And I'm looking at some of these guys and I'm like, man, the golf fashion in the seventies, I'm looking at like the '80s and '90s. I'm like, there was, there's no fashion in the '90s, no fashion. No, the '90s is pretty. But bad. these, these dudes in the '70s, I was like, this is my type of golf here. I mean, you know, I'm not really wasn't really down with the bell bottoms, but like all the colors and the patterns yeah. and designs, yeah. and then the, yeah. the cardigans and the button down yeah. shirts. And I'm like, good night. These, this was, this was my era for golf fashion. There was, was disco. There was a disco on a golf course. Dude, I mean the and, and and so I'm looking at this stuff and I'm just you know I'm just screaming about this stuff and so Sierra comes in the room and she's like what are you watching and so she's she's like but she was saying the same thing you said Elvis she was like but the 70s that that was what was that was what was good so of course it probably just leaked into every uh-huh. aspect of life including the yeah. golf course like this is this but I mean these guys are wearing from the sky blues to pastel yeah. colors yeah, there's just pastels. different combinations that I just yep. didn't even think and I'm like good night I mean if you thought LB <laughs> hate the way I dress playing golf now oh, if no. I was golfing in the 70s man he, he, would, he wouldn't want to be in my group. <laughs> He's to have on all black. <laughs> black, gray, so blue. Kind of, so that oh, was kind of cool to check out. And then some of the stories, you know, uh, they, they, they uh, one of the other, um, uh, of course, all the stuff about Jack and Arnold Palmer and that kind of stuff was, was all great. The uh, Chronicles of a Champion Golfer, where they go into like, right. the mindset of, of like Tiger and those guys like that, and, and they're in their own voice and they're talking about what they were thinking in a certain tournament when they won was, was really cool. Uh, but then also, I love the fact that they brought back reruns of that reality show, uh, Big Break. I used to love oh, yeah. Big break yeah, and so they're showing a lot of the reruns of those seasons and stuff like that so kudos to the golf channel um for um for all that did uh did either one of you get a chance to uh to catch the 86 masters because because they replayed that i think i think they were playing one masters from from certain years over the over the course of what would have been the masters weekend yeah i think like oh, the final okay. round of each one or something like that yeah or the final round so something like the, that i yeah. did i did uh-huh i didn't get to uh-huh. see the 86 one i wanted to see because i think that was jack's last one or next to last yeah one. yeah that, that was the last one jack won right something yeah like yeah and so uh glenn was texting me and he said um he was surprised he was like hey man jack is a goat he said this dude this yeah. man was hitting balls asking where did it go and it's like right on the green <laughs> like you couldn't see where it went but it was like perfect he was like yeah this, this, this dude's a goat can't even see where it's going he's like yeah i got this i'm straight and, and he said it was just like a um just like a different look seeing all the the old heads out there playing especially before the course and i told him i wanted i didn't get a chance to watch it but i wanted mm-hmm. to before uh, to see what it looked like before the course had been quote unquote you know tiger proof like tiger proof you know, yeah. or lengthened up or whatever whatever so i'm probably gonna go mm-hmm. back and watch that but yeah yeah you have to i'm telling you man i had such a, and, and 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 what it what it made me want to do and i never felt this way about the game before but it made me want to go back and study golfers from the past and just right. kind of look at how they played mm-hmm. you know um i mean but but it was everything it was the rivalries it was the fashion i mean there were guys that i never heard of like white cough and other folks i'm like oh, i didn't i didn't know johnny miller was such a big deal you know what i mean yeah, and yeah, like, mm-hmm. this podcast yeah. and they're gonna be like oh yeah how you host this golf podcast? It's like stop it with that. We're, 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 but my point is, we all gotta learn, right? We all have to learn. Right, and, exactly. And, and, 
I mean, you know, uh, and, and I think, and actually speaking of Johnny Miller, I think he was one of the guys who, when, when it, it was something he was wearing, it was like a sky blue button down shirt with the, these blue plaid yep. bell <laughs> bottoms. And I was like, my man, like, that's what but, but yeah, no, I, mean, I, I didn't know he was as, 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 as good as he, as, as, you know, I knew he mm-hmm. played and he was really good, but I didn't know he was as, as, as great as he was. And um, yeah. it's kind of got a real new respect for some of the guys, you know. Some of the old hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made me want to go back and study him, you know, um, a, a, a little more. Um, okay. But anyway, so uh, tell me what, what you guys think about this. I saw um, our guy Garrett, late presidential, he had posted something saying that there are online or virtual lessons available. What do you I guys think? That I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about hitting them up just to kind of see what it's like. I don't, I don't know how much work that can, I mean, he can look at my swing, I guess, online and say, hey, this is wrong. You know, on a Zoom call like this, I guess. I don't know how he would do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, go, ahead, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You got it. I was going to say, there, there are instructors who have been doing this successfully for, like, well before this started or whatever, um, mm-hmm. where they had, like, you know, in-person packages, online packages, virtual, whatever, and they, they uh, to the point where I think even, I'm going to reference Ryan Cheney again, when I, when I had my <laughs> lesson in person with him, I'm not, so I think he has in-person students and virtual students, and while I was out there for the in-person, he explained to me, he was like, yeah, I have a, my students film in a very specific way. Uh, and I also demand that they send in practice videos. So it's not just, at least with him, I, I assume other uh, instructors who do this regularly online are the same. With him, it's not like, hey, uh, I'll teach you online. Just send me a video of your swing, and I'll give you a tip, and you just go on your mm-hmm. own. He was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you exactly what you, you know, you tell me what you want to work on. I look mm-hmm. at your swing filmed to the specification I said. He said, and then, uh, uh, one, you know, once I give you the feedback and tell you what to work on, you need to send me practice videos so that I know mm-hmm. you're actually working on it before we can go on to the next thing. And he's put mm-hmm. posts up on his, if you go to his uh, Instagram, I think it's Ryan Cheney Golf on IG, he has posts on it where he's, you know, putting pictures of his uh, students, of his virtual online students saying, yeah, this person sent me in. He, like, I think he'll do a thing where he wants like 15 or 30 seconds of, of uncut practice. So you don't take mm-hmm. the best swings. You go up and you yeah. do whatever he tells you to do. Mm-hmm. And I get to see what mistakes you're making. And so mm-hmm. an approach like that, where it's like actual instruction, where it's like, okay, we're doing this virtually, but I want to see you trying to, I want to see what your mistakes look like. I want to see what your good shots look like, what your missed shots look like. I think that could actually be, be helpful for some people, especially now you've got all this time in the house. I mean, Right. <laughs> may, may, as well, may as well take advantage. And there's not him, George Gag. There's a bunch of guys jumping online, like on IG a lot. Like, hey, hit me up. I'm doing, you know, Instagram lessons. There's golf fitness guys. I know I follow a guy who's like, mm-hmm. I give you a free 30-minute, uh, you know, golf workout uh, uh, tip oh, session, wow. whatever, if you want. So I'm all for it, man. I I, I say go for it. Yeah, yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of that on, on Instagram, a lot of, especially the workout uh, stuff. But I'm yeah. getting to the point now where even the working out, is you know I, I like to work out, but I'm to the point now where it's not even fun anymore because I don't have. You know what I mean, before I had other things to do, yeah. I would you know fit my workout into it. Yeah. Now I don't have those right. other things to do. All I can do is work out. It's not cool when working out is one of three things you can do. You know, you know I don't, don't want to do it now. It's supposed to be something I hate to do in the morning, and then I go do fun stuff. Now it's like the fun right, stuff right. is working out. No. Exactly. <laughs> and I have a, I have a much a much greater respect for um, people bodybuilder and fitness and those people who actually do this, you know, six or seven times, a, uh, you know, days a week and for right. Years at a time, because I'm about I'm about tired of my way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm not going with it. <laughs> yeah, going that seven, seven foot in that gym for, uh, uh, for a few weeks. Um, Vern, you had a Kevin Knox story you wanted to to to, to uh, 
standpoint. Yeah, yeah, man. Just to just you know, just to reiterate, we all know golf is hard. Um, but I, <laughs> and and I, I, and I would be curious too, from you guys' point of view, like what you guys think. I don't think any other sport would beat golf, or who's who's tops on this list of sports um, that are so difficult that like you have like in terms. Of, I guess let me see. I don't think another sport has a wider variety of approaches to it than golf. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. So, for instance, in mm-hmm. football, there's really only so many th- so many ways to throw a spiral. In basketball, maybe the jump shot, but you're still going to end up in the same form. Something mm-hmm. like golf, like we got belly putting, we got flat swinging, round swinging. Mm-hmm. We got guys who uh, um, want blades versus cavity backs. It's just it's crazy. So, Kevin Na, I was looking at the story on golf.com. Apparently, he, uh, he doesn't play blades, and he says they are, quote, too difficult. Now, when I hear this wow. quote, and he's won. He's a four-time winner, I think, on the tour. Like, mm-hmm. This quote he has, when he says it, it sounds, it makes me feel dumb about trying to play blades. He says, I can't play because <laughs> it sounds so reasonable. Listen to this way to a quote. I can't play a blade. It's too difficult. And I'm a pro golfer. I think a blade goes shorter. Off center hits aren't going to perform as well as cavity backs. I don't see a reason why you want to play a blade. I really don't. I played I play blades in my early 20s, maybe one year when I was dumb, but I'm wiser now and I play a cavity back. <laughs> when, I was, when I was dumb. <laughs> I, love, I love that he sideswipes everybody in their 20s is play, or everybody's playing blades or whatever. But yeah. he, when he says it, it's like, yeah, off-center hits are nearly as forgiving and everything else, and I can do everything mm-hmm. I want basically with a cavity back. Why Why would why I play would a blade? I and else? I think he's one yeah. of the only um, – there are other players who do, but they don't, like, openly advocate for it. Like, Nas, like, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, this just makes more sense to me. I just thought that was – and so no other sport, right. ex- like I said, besides um, besides golf, where you get such a wide – you know, what are they – I think they have um, – uh, single length clubs, right? I think that's what uh, uh, yeah, my boy yeah, does. Uh, Brian, Brian Bryce 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 the mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's so many. This game is so hard. People just are looking for anything. And I think this one makes sense, I guess. It seems to make sense. Like, no, these are harder to hit, and you get punished for mishits more. Yeah. I'll play this one just slightly. And to, uh, another quote he said for the longer irons, excuse me, he said, even in longer irons, I look for more, I wouldn't say a higher handicapper club, but a more forgiving club, end quote, Nah said. So just give me more forgiving mm-hmm. in, the, in the longer clubs, and I'll take like a nice uh, cavity back in the shorter clubs, and my miss is I won't be punished as much. Makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's that's just that's the main reason why when, we, when we, you and I or us go to a, um, we go to a, to get new clubs, we only see cavity backs for the average, you know. <laughs> that's true. Regular, you know, uh, recreational player they make cavity back for us because we suck yeah. <laughs> he's a pro but he's saying a pro even he's like yeah these are hard to hit yeah 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 so well, yeah. i mean i, I, mean, I, I remember how shocked i was when i found out that that pros could use cavity backs and i was like i wonder why more people um, why more of them don't but i was told it was a shot shaping thing like you can't really shape them the way but it sounds like with him i mean whether they're forged a little bit or just the way that they're built that you can and i, I just wonder you know if there were more guys who would play those, and I'm, I'm guessing that they have, or at least have tried. Would some win a little more, or would they be able to dial in irons a little better? I actually looked this up recently, just because, just because Glenn asked me, because I had always assumed too, like, well, you know, because he was asking about blades and cavity backs and, and uh, beginners irons versus players irons. And then when Glenn asked me, I was like, well, let me just check to see, you know, you, you know, my understanding was like you said, Claude, a hey, blades give you the ability to shape shots when you're really good and you only hit the sweet spot, cavity backs mm-hmm. take some of that out. Well, I found some recent articles from Golf and Golf Digest, um, which maybe I'll go share on the Instagram page, where they were like, no, and some machine testing we've done, like technology has come so far now. Mm-hmm. You can take a nice mid-hand, like a mid-handicapper iron, like a nice uh, cavity back or a okay. city cavity back mm-hmm. and work the ball left and right 
just mm-hmm. just fine, you know. So yeah. I'm telling you, like those, like 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 the like the like the clubs that LB has, like the the, the Titleist AP one lines, right. I mean even AP twos. I mean, you know those, not, and not the blades, but the, like the ones you have LB. I mean, I feel like they're they're made and thin enough to where you can shape shots with those. Yeah, that's what that article was saying. It was Easy. like, no, it's yeah. like it's like it's not a thing where back in the day the technology was so limited that we could only give you forgiveness or you know, playability. It's like, no, like right in this, in the middle of the, you know, away from blades and away from like full beginner sets, right in the middle, you can work those or any, any yeah. decent golfer can work those irons just fine. So right. props to Kevin well, now for coming out and being like, I just, I just love that he slides yeah. like that. Yeah. I played blades earlier in my twenties, maybe one year when I was dumb, but I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny though, because then you get, because, it, but, but, but then you get folks. And again, golf does this to you where, you start to play the game. You love it. You want to get good. You have these thoughts that, yeah, I can be a single-digit handicap or I can be a scratch golfer, uh, even though right now I shoot in the high 90s or, right. or I'm not breaking uh, 100 yet, but I know I can get there. <laughs> and you start looking at, oh, I need to get these blades. And you start looking at different stuff. Like, you know what? Maybe not. Like, you know, work with the ones that you have. LB, you had a long list of some other things you wanted to get to. Go right ahead, man. What's next on this list that you want? Uh, there's a couple of things I had uh, looked that I know you all saw the the thing on Instagram with Tiger in his master's dinner and all yeah. that stuff. So I had a conversation with somebody else and we were talking about it. they were talking about celebrities and catching them and getting the Rona. And and then I was I, was, I mentioned like a Tiger. He was sitting there with his family and this nice spread you know for the dinner. And you know I'm a so I, I won't say let me rephrase this. I'm assuming and I'm I'm pretty confident that Tiger <laughs> didn't didn't put all that food out. And cook all that food. Yeah, and yeah, pretty, yeah. I'd make that bet. Right, and I'm pretty sure the little his little girlfriend, she probably she can't cook either. No, no. That's not what she does. No, that's, that's not why she's there for her cooking. Right. <laughs> so, and if we talking about the, all these celebrities that keep getting the Ronas, they're getting it from their help. They're getting it from their maids and their grass keepers and, and housekeepers and butlers who come in, mm. do their work, and go back home you know, to their families or, and right. friends or whatever and come back to work every day. That's why they all keep getting sick. Um, <laughs> that's, just, that's, just, that's just my theory. Um, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention, I rode past Blue Mash since the last week and uh, I saw a car up in the parking lot. So I turned... Did, wait, did, wait a minute. Did they did they do your thing as far as my car broke down and yeah. leaving in Blue Mass's parking lot? Maybe they listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so when I pulled when I pulled into the parking lot and I drove up toward the front, there was a guy walking away from the putting green. And it was only one car in the parking lot. Oh. Right. So I said to the missus, I said, oh, I know I'm going to be tomorrow evening. Oh, no. Right? Oh, oh. trespassing on Blue Mask right. property. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next, the next day, we was, we was going our way out, going somewhere. And then they had put up cones across yep. the front of the... Yep. In mm-hmm. front of the uh, parking lot, mm-hmm. so you really could have, you know, you could not go in. So that kind of killed my uh, my idea for going to Blue Mass and, and getting. Let me tell you something. Yeah, and Elvin, you've met him. <laughs> Joe Hills, our guy, he owns Blue Mash on Waverly Woods. Joe Hills loves loves revenue. I know this firsthand. Joe Hills is a revenue dude. He ain't gonna have nobody on that thing for free <laughs> during this corona. <laughs> revenue, revenue, revenue. Exactly, exactly. We're in this for so there, profit. There was a bunch of people who, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have seen have gotten arrested for doing just that. Um, yes. 
Yeah, getting arrested and or fined, especially up, uh, was it Boston area? They were going, people in New York were going up to Boston or somewhere else to get on their courses. Right. Um, and a couple, couple guys got, got caught and, and arrested for that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't trespass, people. Yeah, don't trespass. Don't trespass. Uh, two more things. Uh, well, a couple more. Yeah, quickly things. Um, there's an article about the villages in Florida. You know, they uh, because they they were late. You know how Florida was late coming to the oh. stay, the stay at home and, and quarantine stuff. Well, yeah. well, we know that firsthand because we barely got out of Florida in time yeah, to ex- travel. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so they finally got getting the people at the villages to actually you know stay in and and kind of self quarantine. But the golf courses are open at the villages, okay. and there was a okay. quote that said uh, from one of the uh, patients that lived there. And they said, if the villagers, he says, this is the villagers. If they were, if there would be a ride if they stopped uh, and closed all the golf courses here. So, the, the, but you know what villagers, I'm hearing? There's, mm-hmm. there's a big issue that people, that families are having with their older um, members and older loved ones that they, they they're not staying indoors. That right. that older people are like, I don't, I'm I'm not staying indoors, and they're leaving. You know, they're, they're just leaving mm-hmm. the house. I've had several uh, friends and coworkers who have had their older parents come stay with them because they won't stay in the house. They won't do right. it. They, they refuse to. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. they got to lock grandma in the closet <laughs> and chain grandpa up to the staircase. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm pretty close to that because I go out at least three times a week. I'm going to see uh, I'm going to see my uh, our, our our sponsor uh, Dr. Cassie, uh tomorrow to to have my uh, back tweaked. She's still seeing people. Yes, and she's got a whole uh, she's got a whole process too. There's only one person in the in the uh, in her office at a time, right. so her her appointments are spaced out every thirty minutes. So um, yeah. So she has all, you know. com is the website, people. Or go to golfdnvpodcast.com. Yep. Uh, scroll down to uh, sponsors and friends of the show. Get all the information yep. you need right there. Conveniently yep. located in yep. Silver Spring. That's right. Yeah, so I saw her last week, and uh, she did some work on my back, and tomorrow we're doing my neck. So I'm getting, okay. I'm getting it all in. <laughs> um, and here's my final thing I wanted to put out. Um, the, our theme music uh, DJ, uh, uh, King, my son-in-law, who goes by Bolo Kitchen, don't ask me why, mm-hmm. on uh, <laughs> on Instagram, he and uh, Enoch, the Seven Prophet, put out a new a new. I guess it's called an EP. Yeah, is that the right that the right term, Burn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, extended play. Yep. It, oh, oh, that's what it means. Oh, I thought that meant um. From back in the day, else. back in the day when you used to press records, EP was like an extended, and LP is like limited. It had something to do with the song length yeah. and the record pressing. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was like electronic something. I don't know. <laughs> electronic platform. I don't know. No, it's actually from your era. <laughs> it's actually old from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually not new. That's <laughs> funny. Well, they, he, he and Enoch have a new uh, project out. And it's called nice. uh, a minute of a minute of your time. You can get it on all the, you know, Amazon and everywhere else. You can get music. Uh, can he send me a bucks. free bootleg copy? No, I'm just messing. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you say it's on Amazon. You second download on Amazon music. Yes, yes, you can. Yep, it's called a minute okay. of your time. It's, uh, he and uh, Enoch, the seventh prophet, is the uh, the DJ, the uh, MC, I guess, right. or rapper, whatever you call him. Right. No, you're right. MC rapper, hip hop. Real quick, Claude, too, okay. for both of you. Just I had one thing. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I was trying to do a thought experiment the other day on. I, I was trying to resolve between my mind, like the objective, the objective part of me saying, like, well, you know, there's only a 98. Like, if you gave yourself 98 chance that you would be fine, 
right? Going out and interacting or whatever versus 2%, then why I'm still, you know, I'm still following the guidelines. I'm being mm-hmm. careful. Like I was trying to understand, like, it's like, man, some people don't want to do it and some people don't. And why am I critical maybe of, of people who have no respect for it? And here's the, I'm a gambler, right? So here's the way I came up with, here's a gambler way to look at it. It would be like a bet. <laughs> if I told you and Claude right now, hey, let's make a bet. If you win, you, just you, you, no more social distancing for you. You get to go out and do whatever you want. There's a okay. 98% chance you'll win. The 2% chance you'll lose, if you lose, you die. So oh, when, wow. I put it, when I put it that way, <laughs> now see, now if, I, if it was any other bet, if I made that bet with you, most people could be like, no, I'm not taking that bet. There's no upside. Mm-hmm. That, I, right. I think that's how I'd look at it because the upside is, okay, I get to go move around, just me, because you're not going to affect everybody else. I get right. to go out and do, do what I want without regard for anybody else or whatever. And when I thought about it that way, I was like, okay, well, this, this, because I was trying to figure out what it is. I was like, I'm not actually scared of it, but that two, per, even though it's only 2%, the downside is infinite. Because you, that's die, thing. Right. you yeah, die or right. you get permanent lung damage from pneumonia or something like that or whatever. And it's like, well, was it worth it in the end? You know, so just mm. when you're out there being yeah. safe, and I know it's annoying. Just think about it that way. Think about a bet where I, you know, gave you a coin yeah. and said, if you flip this, 98% chance you'll get heads, but the 2% chance you get tails, I'd pull the trigger and you're dead. You probably would be like, I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. It's why, you know, a buddy of mine said, you know, what the, the safest thing to do is for everyone to act as if they have the virus and they're trying to keep everyone else safe. And if everybody operates that way, then, you know, it, 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 uh, we should all be. And to sort of put a pin in that, I ask every, every time I go out, I ask some of the cashiers and the people, are people being respectful to them? Or, you know, what, what's it like? Because they have to encounter people every day, right? So I was at a liquor store the other day and I asked the cashier, same thing. I was like, hey, how's it been? Are people, he's like, oh, it's a mixed bag. You know, it's a young, young white guy, whatever. He had like the bandana on. He was like, you know, I get teased sometimes. Uh, it's up in Arundel. So I get teased sometimes by some of my friends like, oh, you want your Kim suit or whatever. And he said something, which I thought, you know, for him being as young as he was he was like and he says yeah people tease me and then i tell him I was like well it's not about me and he's like but mm-hmm. i guess people don't understand that and i was right, like right. Yeah. <laughs> wow yeah. it's like yeah he said i might be fine but it's not about me i have grandparents and parents mm-hmm. and whoever else yeah uh-huh. so mm-hmm. yeah just think about others that's all yeah, yeah. Just think about somebody be else. clear when i do go out I, i'm i'm fully donned in my mask and my gloves yeah i wasn't coming at you i wasn't coming at okay. you i was just sitting in the house i i, I have I, I have time to think about it and i'm just trying to figure out i was like why is why you know what are we doing here when i just put it that way where it's like hey it's 98 percent chance you win but you don't really win anything but regular stuff and right, then right. Yeah. you die it's not like oh you right. win you win two million dollars or you die. It's you get to go outside or you die. So right. yeah, 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 yeah. you get to go outside and nobody else is outside. That's what I'm saying. Right? So, no, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, everybody's thinking about it. Everybody's doing their own thing. I mean, like you know, I was telling LB when he when he came by the second day to pick up the cart um, that you know my wife. I mean, Sierra. I've never seen her on edge about anything. The way I've seen her <laughs> on edge about this, like she is, like honestly, I mean, you know. I don't, I've, I've never seen her on edge about anything. I'm just kind of like just worry. You know what I mean? Like literally, because mm-hmm. I go to Reston or anywhere where the range go hit, but I, she's so concerned and so worried about all this stuff that I'm like, ah, I'll just chill. I ain't no need to bring in more panic. You know what I mean? To, right, mm-hmm. right. To someone who normally doesn't panic about anything, it's, it's just real yeah. weird. Well, I will tell so. you this. My swing is holding together. So I'm, I'm okay. If, if the weather is decent on Sunday or Saturday, 
I'm going to the range. All right, cool. Just, 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 just wait till it's all over. We can all watch you hit again, and it, go, it goes back to trash. <laughs> that's, that's classic golf. Only in the pandemic yeah. by yourself are you shooting Only. in the 40s. <laughs> right. <laughs> there we go. And with that being said, folks, stay safe, stay uh, uh, alert, stay at home, and, uh, yeah, try to get some golf in. We'll be back uh, with you next week. It's Golf DMV, brought to you in part by Cash A Spot Sports. You can go to golfdmv.com. Uh, GolfDMVPodcast.com and scroll down to the Friends of the Show uh, section of the website to get all the information you need to know. All right, folks, take it easy, guys. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.